Aloha! Welcome to the Wahine Collective Podcast, a safe platform where we amplify stories of faith, culture, and empowerment. I'm your host, Luceho. Hi, Wahine Collective family. Welcome to the first episode of the podcast. We're excited to be recording from Vai Vai Collective which has become home to the Wahina Collective over the past couple of months. Our guest today is a social entrepreneur and the co-founder of YVI Collective. So we have her to thank for this beautiful space we get to work in. Vivi is an organization that value community, co-creation, and common values that lead to resilient and abundant living. Please welcome Mahina on the show. Mahina, mahalo for being on our show and helping us amplify female entrepreneurs during these times. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you for the honor of sharing space with you. Awesome. And congratulations on, on the formation of Vahina Collective. I'm so excited to see what you folks um, do with that and, and all the good trouble you'll get into. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. We appreciate that. Let's talk about Vivi Collective. What was the vision and inspiration behind the foundation and what role does the Hawaiian culture play in its formation and existence? Sure, you know, myself and my, um, my two business partners and, and, and co-founders, several years ago when we, when we looked around, um, around the table, whether it be a business table or a, you know, a table of friends or family members, what we were starting to see and hear was just, we were starting to hear despair, to be quite mm-hmm. honest. In our conversations, we were like, you know, it's, it's not affordable to live in Hawaii. There are so many tourists that we, don't, we feel a little uh, choked out. We mm-hmm. feel, you know, what are we gonna do about climate change? And I just started to, to get this sense that we were losing hope. Mm. We were losing hope as a Hawaii community that we could we could navigate through this time. And so what we wanted to do and what we noticed, we just wanted to pull pull our pull together our strengths. And what mm. we noticed is that, you know, there are a lot of really brilliant initiatives that are being run and implemented mm. from uh, businesses, from nonprofits, from institutions, from even government agencies. But what we did not see was we didn't see a lot of coordination. Mm. We didn't see a lot of opportunity for collaboration to break down, to intentionally break down silos and to uh, co-create an ideal future that we all believe in that's going to lead to collective prosperity. And so when I I and we talk about um, a lifestyle and and life ways that are more resilient and abundant, um, the end goal of that is is healing Mm -hmm. and collective prosperity. Um, and so very simple idea. You said, okay, so if we are, if we lack the, an opportunity or if that is not part of our norm to c- collaborate across sectors, um, to, you know, then let's create a physical space in which we could manifest our best intentions, mm-hmm. um, to, to come up and, and, and socially engineer, um, the, the future that we want to see. And one that that we can, in which all families and individuals can benefit, um, and where we can uh, come with our gifts, and at the same time lean into 
our conflict. And, and, and in the, the, the room that you're sitting in right now, it's a vault room. Mm. So um, as you, you might know, the old space that we, we converted, a pretty iconic space, but one of its last uh, commercial uses was of a bank. And so we thought it would be really fun if we just flip that on its head and create a space which um, was, was going to push back against um, you know, uh, the Western definition of, of wealth, which is amassing, yeah, uh, wealth, uh, for individual gain at the expense of environment, um, and and culture and community. So yeah, you're sitting in, in the actual vault room where folks would deposit, you know, their, 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 their wealth. Um, and so that room we converted into a space to, to have hard conversations. And the table that you're situated at was intentionally designed because it, it is fashioned after a, a traditional wood piece, wooden piece that would, and its function was to bring, to, to mend two broken pieces, mm-hmm. to, um, to bind it together, mm-hmm. and then make it stronger. So with that, you know, uh, analogy in mind, we wanted to create an intentional space whereby we could bring disparate ideas, um, you know, ideas that might be in conflict with one another so that you can create stronger relationships. And we believe that stronger relationships will lead to, um, to a future that, uh, can provide for this idea of collective prosperity. Oh my goodness, what an incredible idea and just the execution of it. There was a lot of thought put into that. And for, correct me if I'm wrong, but for the, our listeners who are still learning the Hawaiian language, so vaivai means abundance and wealth. And are there other, me, other um, translations into? It's abundance, wealth, prosperity, mm-hmm. and it's the shortened version. Uh, the shortened uh, form is vai. So its mm. root word is vai. Vai mm-hmm. is water, is yes. freshwater resource. Mm-hmm. And so when we duplicate a word and say vai, vai, that tells you that we saw water mm-hmm. as the ultimate source of wealth. Wow. Yeah. So water is our ultimate source of wealth. And, and, and guess what? Water makes up most of our bodies, right? Mm-hmm. I forget exactly what percentage, 75, 80%. Yeah, somewhere in the 70s. Yep. And, and, wa- and we are a, a waterborne planet, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really, it, the Hawaiian notion of, of wealth is, is that of living, living aina or mm-hmm. living um, lands and, mm-hmm. and water resources because we see aina as our living ancestor. Mm-hmm. Um, land is our living ancestor and we are its younger sibling and it's our responsibility to keep take care of our elder our elder sibling oh wow so we, again all, all of that is we we felt like it was important being here in hawaii that we should ground um hot ground uh, the way that we do business we conduct business the way that we we curate uh experiences the way that we bring community together should be mm-hmm. And unapologetically should be mm. grounded in, in Hawaiian ancestral values because it's those values that um, uh, enabled uh, Hawaiians, the first peoples of Hawaii, to really thrive here. 
you know, we were able to thrive where we had, mm -hmm. by some accounts, we had about uh, one and a half million um, persons living in Hawaii. Mm. Without a doubt, without a doubt. I love the story of the vault and switching mm. that narrative. I think that is amazing how you were mm. able to do that. And right here, where I'm sitting right now and where we're speaking from this from depositing actual like paper money to depositing something so life-giving as you said and celebrating um, the wealth and the knowledge in within the Hawaiian culture and just the values that are embedded in that is just incredible. <laughs> exactly that yeah it's depositing values shared values mm. instead of just paper money mm. so really just trying to shift a focus and emphasis on uh, away from transaction mm. to something that's more relational. Mm. Yeah. Mahina, we know COVID has had a significant impact on businesses, but how are you coping as an individual and where are you finding your source of strength in dealing with this pandemic? Yeah, it, it's been, it's been really interesting. I, I feel like there have been moments of elation where you know i i'm not uh, stuck in traffic mm. i'm not spending as much money as, as i was on business meetings and and so forth going from place to place and so with that i've been able to find more time with my family find more time for my own personal well-being mm. um, which has been such a great gift and at the same time um you know as a small business owner we, we have definitely suffered. Mm. You know, our, our revenue generation capacity has been cut by about 75%, three quarters. Oh, wow. So unfortunately, um, we had to let go about 85% of our staff with the hope that we will be able, we're just going to hang on tight. Yes. And, um, and then when, when, um, when the time is right, then we will, we will open again. Um, just prior to COVID, I mean, we had, we were, we felt like we were on the verge of uh, expanding and and, mm. and, and we we're really excited. I think we, we've hosted uh, about 20,000 to 25,000 uh, individuals per year. Wow. Um, and we have over 300 members, uh, way exceeding, you know, our, we're just astounded by the demand. Mm. Um, and we're excited. And while, while I kind of dampened some of our plans for our Komo Ili'ili site, mm. we've, we've had to pivot and we've learned and we, we're adapting. And so we really were able to increase um, our presence online um, with our collaborative partners. And, and we're excited about, about that and um, look forward to expanding our online ex uh, events and, and, and experiences. Nice. Oh, that's great. So... Here at the, Wahi the Wahina Collective, uh, we're really inspired by your creativity, innovation, and entrepreneurship. We would like to know, who are the Wahines that have inspired you in your journey? Mm, that's a great question. Uh, one Wahina that comes to mind is one of my old professors. Her name is Dr. Lily Kalak Me'elehiba. And it was because of, you know, I was, she's such a great example um, of strong wahine leadership that is assertive, mm -hmm. uh, that focused, um, and, 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 and strategic. Mm -hmm. and so 
uh, in my time at the University of Hoyamanoa when I was pursuing my, my bachelor's of arts, she was the director of Hawaiian Studies, my college mm. at the time. And it was really through her belief in her students and her faith in her in her people and the, the in the brilliance of community-led efforts. Um, she came up with a whole new program design, and she was really open to co-creation. You know, and I actually helped to you know just as a as a student, I helped to co-design one of her one of the very first, actually the very first um, accredited uh, Hawaiian fish pond uh, course. Wow. And so she did that with other students as well and was able to create this whole track mm -hmm. based on, on Malama Aina, the ethic of Malama Aina, which is mm. to care for for our Aina or mm. our land and ocean resources. And, you know, if it wasn't for her and without her foresight, I don't think we would be where we are today as, you know, as um, community mobilizers in mm. Hawaii. And, and even as social entrepreneurs, you know, 20, 25 years ago, there, there wasn't very much talk about Aina-based learning, the importance of Aina-based learning. Mm. There, there are very few opportunities for community and the public to engage in community work days. Mm. And now you look across from, on every island, there's yeah. just a whole, a whole abundance or plethora mm -hmm. of opportunity to one, to volunteer, now two, mm -hmm. to get internships, paid internships, and three, now, you know, there are real job opportunities. And it was, be I really believe that she, it was because of her vision and her belief in us that yes, we can create, we can create a future we do not yet see. And um, she put resources there. She spent time there. She put her focus there. And what she did is she always made sure um, that we knew in our own potential. Mm. In our own potential, she always raised us up and she always pushed us to be excellent. And I hope to be um, one day a mentor like she has been to myself. Wow, that is amazing. I mean, as someone who has been part of the work days and who's gone to like to know that that is somebody who had pioneered that idea and also being a UH student and seeing in a lot of the classes where they encourage you to, you know, go into these uh, work days and the loi and everything and to know that it's come from a place where there wasn't anything like that and it's a wahine behind that idea is just amazing for us to hear. There's a genealogy to that and Likala is a, is a major part of that genealogy. I'll just share a little bit more as, as because of her that I was volunteering at the time at Hey a Fish Pond mm -hmm. uh, of, of her support and her colleagues' support and a few others that um, I helped to found Pai Pai Heia, um, the nonprofit that now runs Hey a Fish Pond. Mm -hmm. And I would say, you know, Pai Pai Heia with a few others like Kaala Farms in Waianae and Ma'o. Um, also in Waianae, we were able to, and Waipa in Kauai, mm -hmm. we helped to create a movement, you know, uh, Malama Aina based mm -hmm. activities. And so I'm just, again, it's just a, a woman of, of courage, like Lily Kala, mm -hmm. of, of focus, of intent, and, and just commitment. Mm. excellence and commitment to uplifting others mm. to be a better. so I just want to mahalo Lili Kala 
Oh, wow. Mahalo to you, Kumu, too. And speaking of, um, you know, people who've cre- um, inspired that innovation and entrepreneurship, I believe you have something exciting to share with us today. I do. Thank you for um, for asking and providing the opportunity to share. So, yeah, I we're going to be opening up a second Kavaivai in Chinatown. Yes, we're very excited. And so, like our Komo Ili Ili site, it's going to be a, um, a co-working space, membership-based, and mm-hmm. we're going to provide something a little bit different um, from the current site. We're going to provide more uh, private, semi-private workspaces. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have an artist loft. Wow. Really cool, you know, micro-events. So if you want to do, you know, a pop-up speak um uh, speakeasy types of events, um, or foodie events. Um, it's going to be really fun. We're even going to launch, uh, something like our own tiny desk, you know, NPR tiny desk. Nice. There. So we're really excited and we're going to have only limited memberships available. It's a smaller mm-hmm. space and that's uh, intentional by design in this COVID time, we know that we're going to just create smaller footprints mm. and create opportunities also for any of our members. So mm. one of the great parts of this is that if you become a member for our Kavaivai site, um, we're going to be providing um, like studio production services. So if you wanted to get, you know, if you wanted to do workshops or you want to do events that you could um, you, you promote your business, or you want to create, you know, provide for the community, or you wanted to uh, monetize, mm. we definitely will have that service available. And so we just, we look forward to opening in, in October and yeah. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. And thank you for the many ways in which your entrepreneurship is fundamental in, um, responding to community needs because now we see that with COVID and it's actually create for me as a um uh, someone who is using the spaces that you're creating it's it's creating so much hope that it's you know we have a future to look forward to and what you have done with this is saying hey look at this we're preparing a place for you to yeah. really act towards this hope and this future that we're, we're going into. So thank you. Thank you. As I have mentioned, Mahina, we like how your entrepreneurship is integrated with community engagement and development. It's, it's part of um, how ViVi runs. And can you tell us more about ViVi's partnership with Ma'o Farms and other projects I like? Sure. So that that was that's an example of how we pivoted during COVID. Um, and so, you know, Ma'o, so we provide uh, uh, we are provide uh, Ma'o and Kahumana farms and other uh, food producers mm-hmm. and um, and retailers uh, to we provide an opportunity for them to sell their products. So. Um, you know, they've been able to expand their CSA box subscriptions. Mm -hmm. And so we have um, our members purchase in um, and they get some discounts as well. And also as a community benefit. So, you know, instead of traveling to YNI Mm -hmm. or uh, standing in line for, you know, very popular CSA boxes, 
um, we're providing opportunity through our drive-through service, literally a drive-through <laughs> service. Um, you can pick up your, your, your vegetables for the week. Um, nice. Um, maybe your ava for the week because we have that as well. And, and, you know, and, and get on your way. So we see that as a win-win, you know, when we can, we can create uh, opportunities for exchange where mm -hmm. we can lift up another farm or producer or retailer or business or, or um, nonprofit. And just kind of what we're doing is trying to just uh, coordinate our networks. Mm -hmm. We all win. We yeah. all win. That's amazing. We love it when business win, but win in helping the community win too. I think that yeah. is such a beautiful concept. So how would you answer this or finish the sentence? Mahina is deep, deeply rooted in. Mahina is deeply rooted in place and space making mm -hmm. that embodies collective values and grounded in ancestral coin knowledge. Nice. We love that. That is pretty cool. Mahina, it's been a really awesome time um, speaking to you. We want to know, though, what is the one question you wish we had asked you today? What can we do to support one another as wahine, entrepreneurs, and change makers to uplift one another? Ooh, that's a deep one. So if I could answer your question, <laughs> I think what our listeners can do and what um, I can do is go to Vivi's Instagram account and sign up for the e-newsletter. You can also go to the e-website, um, which is Vivi www.vivicollective.com and check them out check i know we are in our second lockdown right now but as mahina has emphasized that a lot of the things are moving online and there's a lot of online programs that are available and different opportunities where you can get all the information so if you could go to their website and their instagram also check out the link to subscribing to the e-newsletter e on the Wahina Collectors Instagram. Thanks so much. <laughs> Appreciate it. And we would love to uh, post your events mm -hmm. and all of your updates as well. Thank you. One last question, Mahina, before we let you go. What is the one encouragement you would like to give to women in Hawaii today? that you are whole, that you are a child of this place, that you are home, mm. and let's be powerful together. Wow. Mahina, thank you so much for being here with us. Um, yeah, you we feel very <laughs> filled by what you had to share and um, thank you for the hope that you are creating in the innovative project. We're very excited for your launch uh, uh, in Chinatown and we cannot wait 
and we will be cheering you on the sidelines. Thank you. We will be cheering you folks on as you folks grow as well. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Thank you. All right, Wahina Collective, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you were inspired and encouraged by what Mahina had to say. Don't forget to follow Vivi on the Instagram at Vivi Collective. Check out their website and see you on our next episode. Thank you.